Good evening, a belated good evening. Well, I think it's still evening technically, but we're going to go with that anyway. Good evening, you filthy truckers, and welcome to Hutton Orbital Radio. I am Dick Chafing, and tonight, just for once, Rudolph is here, but he's lost his voice. Which might be a good thing. He was shouting, squee, so much he strained himself. Anyway, in tonight's news... Hutton finally fights against itself. Our investment succeeds. Strange sandcastles appear in space. Passengers head for Hutton. New defenses for truckers is announced. First tonight, in fantastic news, our forces, aided by Dark Echo, the Diamond Frogs, and Paladin Consortium, engaged our own forces in Kappa One City, and we gave ourselves a dolly good hiding, and in fact a good drubbing as well. We engaged ourselves with gusto, shooting ourselves and... Uh, yeah, uh, we need ourselves up. Uh, we shot ourselves, we hit ourselves in the knackers repetitively, and overnight we managed to get into a losing situation in the war against the leaders of Kappa One Seti. That will most definitely teach us a lesson. Whilst our international stro- no, 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 not international. No, no, not international. It's whilst our internal struggles were going on, we managed to complete the period of investment following our latest failed expansion. This means that the next time we expand, oh boy, will it be a big one. The Big Kahuna, the Whopper with cheese, the Double Decker Bacon, Stacked Glasgow Burger with added black pudding, haggis, deep fried, everything in batter. Yes! Our next expansion from WISE 0855-0714 will be to a far-flung place and definitely not Seoul, which is just next door. It is, it's just... You know. Leading into the Galnet Roundup later, which is bound to talk lots about strange goings-on out there in the galaxy. A series of strange planet-based sandcastles have been found with towers, mounds, a series of small walls, bits of broken pottery, and the corpse of Tony Robinson Crusoe. Uh, that last bit was a lie. Anyway, some people say... That it's aliens. Others say it's from the lost 13th tribe of man. Some say that it's AI. Others, that it's natural phenomenon caused by passing meteorites. Whichever. It looks sexy and you can drive on it in your buggy and make mad style jumps all over it. More on that later. Exciting news for explorers, truckers and wannabe liner captains complete with shiny uniforms and hats, the Beluga, a mighty white and very shiny ship, has been launched this week. 
unsinkable it is rumoured to be, and coincidentally with the addition of passenger cabins and extremely long security crews that make you take your belts off in many known stations. The sights of the galaxy are now available for Hutton truckers to truck mother truckers to in search of the history of mankind or Donald Trump's missing star. Has anyone taken passengers to Hutton yet? Are you prepared for the inevitable board games of shuffleboard and space hockey time after time after time after time en route? Have you accidentally picked up Cecil? And are you putting up with his inane ramblings? <sighs> Do let us know. And finally tonight, have you ever been concerned that your anaconda is underpowered? Let's try that one again. Have you ever been concerned that your anaconda is underpowered in the anti-pirate department? Is your keelback missing a hard point? Does your beluga need that little something extra? Is your asp a little bit flopping? Um, fear not. I don't know if it fits that asp. You can now fit little insy-winsy teeny-weeny fighters to your ships that can buzz around and shoot things whilst you laugh maniacally and carry on trucking to Hutton with ne'er a care in the world. Yes, truckers everywhere are a little bit safer as a result of our new crew members. NPCs, we salute you and prepare to high wake away without you. Ah, we'll catch you on the flip side. That was the Hutton News. I'm Dick. And he's still silent. And do stick around, because after this short musical break, which is a request from the uh, spectacular Commander Baz, we will be back with more. Yeah, more. No, no, more. Definitely more. See you after these short tunes. Hutton Orbital Radio, where all the sexy people go, and anacondas sell for 100 credits. Hello, and we're back. Thank you for staying tuned to Hutton Orbital Radio. We love to have you every week. Now, this week is a bit of a strange week because, of course... Uh, my other half is currently... I say other half, we're not married. Um, although I, I think he's been hinting at it. Um, I, I just don't know how to let him down and let him know I'm already married. But he's he's off looking at pretty cars, I think. Isn't he? And so this week we're, we have him in the studio, but he's unable to communicate, which is great, which is why I can tell you all about this. I reckon he's going to surprise me with a proposal for Halloween. Um <laughs> Oh, no, he's able to make some noises. <laughs> and we're also joined by a, a rather poorly, uh, poorly, poorly, poorly Flossie as well. Hello, Flossie, how are you? Hello, well, I'm not so good. I, uh, I've just had a cold this last week and it's uh, gone to my chest, so I'm very chesty. <laughs> Insert your own joke there. Um, right, well... <laughs> You said it, I didn't say nothing, I behaved myself. We are having a slightly shorter show than usual this week due to the drop in numbers. Uh, I don't think it's related to Beta 
you know, sorry, not beta, beta going live, 2.2 coming out, Horizons 2.2, and that you're all out there running passenger missions and ignoring us, um, which, you know, you're completely entitled to, but we do have a little bit of news, kind of hinted at in the nice news broadcast earlier on there, that we are still at war with ourselves, and therefore we do need to try and have a good uh, go at kicking our own asses in the the WISE 0855-0714 system. So get in there, take the side other than Hutton Truckers and help us retreat out of there beautifully and leave it open to do the most amazing breakdown of expansion and to expand where no faction has expanded before. That's right. We're going to Uranus. No, we're not going to Uranus, are we? No, we're, I think you said not so. Um, but anywhere else, anywhere you'd like us to, to expand to, Flossie. Sorry, what was that? Um, any any key systems you'd like to see the truckers expand into? Oh, uh, I can't really. <coughs> I can't really think of them at the moment. <laughs> No, I'm just thinking along the lines of, is there any out there that have a station more than 0.22 light years from the star? Um, <laughs> that could be interesting. You could do sort of two runs, you know, they could have rare products in both of them and have to take one from the other to the other and to the other. To the other, to the other. That could be an interesting convoy night. Um, now, I believe Dave is attempting his best to try and get over the mods and join us in a minute to give us some of the rundowns. But that's essentially what we're needing done this week. Uh, we don't have the full report uh, like last week because I think Russell has has caught mods as well. Um, it does sound like we might need to do a mug convoy and get some of these muds out, mugs out to these poor, poor commanders that are struggling with mods. If you are suffering from mods, then do pay attention to the events page, because there's plenty of opportunities to pick yourself up one. And, 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 it's not an exclusive, it's not a surprise, um, your very own, yours truly, contacted a certain person who is very, very good at making music, and uh, asked if he would be good enough um, to make us a Christmas Christmas to make us a lovely Christmas anthem for the truckers and the beautifully wonderfully talented Dan Smith otherwise known as Commander Human agreed to and if you happen to be watching his stream on Wednesday I think it was he was doing a creative stream where he had started to make that Christmas song and if you were lucky enough to tune in and catch it, you would have had a nice sneak peek. Now, because he put it out publicly, I thought I'd announce it. I was going to try and keep it a wee surprise, but um, it's it's out there now. So you can go and probably catch him next Wednesday as he tries to get more to it. I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be epic. And we are going to play it every hour <laughs> for the next two months until you're all sick of it. <laughs> Now, we're also joined by our tech monkey in the studio. Simon has popped in, Commander Simon. Uh, actually, I don't know, what is your commander name now? Uh, my name is Commander Lift Drive 59. You're not Simon. <laughs> You're not Simon. What are you doing wearing his clothes? That's Commander I 69, um, Commander Lister. So he's no use for that question. Um, well, actually, Lister, where would you, would you like to see 
the truckers uh, appear in Winner's Hole. Oh, God, I tried to try and pick my words that wouldn't make that crude. Don't pick my hole. Nope. <sighs> um, I would like, to be honest with you, I would love to see them expand to Barnard Star, just for oh, yeah. shits and giggles, really, because it would be funny for the Dockers episode. Yeah, we'd have to change the intros, and we'd have to change an awful lot, and uh, we'd probably have to get episode two out before it happens. Um, (laughs) 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 We we are waiting for the last parts, and the audio for this one, and some of the lines are spectacularly awful. Um, If you're a fan of Dockers, where hopefully we will... Let's see, I'm, I'm expecting to have it out before... Christmas. Does that mean we've only managed to... That this year? Yeah. I'm just thinking we only just finished the last Christmas special and it's almost Christmas again. (laughs) That has been the level of production that we've had this year. It's been, yeah, it's been a tough old year. If my relatives had stopped dying, it would be a lot easier. Um, Right, I don't think it's Dave appearing. Has he appeared yet? Are you there? No, we may have to go on. Right, I'm just going to have a quick check in the Twitch now. One of the things we were, we didn't mention in the news is we have now set up our own Twitch channel, uh, which is twitch.tv forward slash Hutton Orbital Truckers. And we are hoping to be able to use that to host events. And if you are running a truckers event and you want access to be able to broadcast on the truckers channel, get in touch with I took part at huttonorbital.com and ask our faction team at huttonorbital.com and we will give you the information that you need or set you up with an authorised key so that you can stream to that channel from your OBS or whatever you plan to use. Um, and obviously we will hope to have uh, Hober's uh, hook up there as well for his 50 mile bike ride when he does that on the 5th of November so that you can go to that central place we still do have um, huttonorbital.com forward slash media with a capital M forward slash twitch which is where you will find details of any multi twitch feeds that we are running during events as well these are two things that will always be around you can always go to to use to find out whatever broadcasts are going on with the truckers obviously if you tune into Hutton Orbital Radio and click on the radio tab you'll hear any live broadcasts there ah dearie me so we don't seem to have Dave he's he's obviously a bit stuck with the dodgy hotel internet that he's in so we will get the figures up in the website so come and check out the Hutton Orbital Facebook page and you'll be able to see the stats and statistics there and also get an up to date information everybody, ha- everybody has mods everybody has mods yeah it must be the rage I'm the only one who's not got mods, and that's because I've got flipping tons of mugs. I am never going to get mods. <laughs> never. Oh, we've got a pist. Pist. What does that mean? Pist. I don't know what pist means. I'm getting whispers in my ear. I'm just gonna, give me a second. What is it? Yes. Um, we're going to have a quick check in the chat if you go to huttonorbital.com click on radio you will see a link to the Hutton DJ live chat we do have a number of commanders Commander Kinrain is in there Sinrain Weatherspoon's in there Flossie's in there I think I saw Gangrel in there earlier on as well and you can give us oh that is a great request um, by Weatherspoon um, now my request monkey has disappeared 
Uh, if he is listening, sigh, Moof. If you're listening, we've got a request for the Decemberists, and it is a, an amazing song, um, as it is called Yankee Bayonet. Now, I am not entirely sure that I have that, so I will play a different song that I do have. Uh, in the meantime, <laughs> that's not how request work. It is. I know that's a really good song request you've got there. So I'm going to play something totally different. You enjoy this, and we'll be back after this with Flossie, so that she can then go and have a hot toddy and tuck herself tight up in bed and get over the stinky, stinky little cold that's killing her throat. Um, so we'll be back after this amazing tune from Mr. Simon Winnard's radio slot on Hutton Orbital DJs, and it's by the amazing Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath! Ooh. Right, and we're back, and, and Hober Mallow has rushed into the studio to say, did you tell everybody Wolf 3, whatever it was, Wolf, um, what did I say? I Wolf 125? Um, which is where we'll be expanding from. What we're meant to be doing is kicking ass out of ourselves in Kappa 1 SETI, of course. So if you are listening and you paid attention, Kappa 1 SETI, go to Kappa 1 SETI. If you're fighting wars against the Hutton truckers and the other systems, stop and get yourselves to Kappa 1 SETI. Thanks for popping in, Hober, and keeping me right, um, because that could have been a little bit um, unfortunate. Dangerous. Yeah, that could have been really bad. Um, Yankee Bayonet... The doctor I, says I've got rods. You've, you've got something really strangely wrong with you, but we've always known that. Yeah, no, I've got mods. It's made my voice very small and far away. Uh, now, something else we should probably me- mention. I don't know if you were catching the Vanti on 21 Twitch stream over the week. The last it was yesterday, wasn't it? When 2.2 dropped, so did the Cecil Passenger Pack at HS Voice Packs. So do go and check that out. You'll find it plastered head to toe all over the Hutton Orbital webpage and Facebook links to it so that you can get your very own Cecil Companion Pack. And and he is, you know, he's, 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 he's really, Slightly annoying. really, really annoying. <laughs> That's a bad way to put it. Yeah. Hello, Cecil. Yeah, he is. He is super annoying. An upgrade annoying. to Eddie version 2.0.5 is available. Thank you. That's not Ooh. Cecil. I was going to say, Cecil's become very robotic. Hasn't he? Hello, Cecil? Nah, he's not there. I think he may be one too many Mega Gins. Yeah, I know these things happen. I remember I was trying to um, trying to do this wonderful import for um, Cecil, and uh, failing miserably um, to get him to talk to us and tell us about um, Fozza, um, and much to the great amusement of. Fozza, who was listening over Skype after we'd done our broadcast, as he likened it to what could only be described as the Burniston sketch, where two Scottish people <laughs> are attempting to get a, a lift, a talking lift, to take them to floor 11. Um, so let's see what we can do here. So Cecil is now loaded, I think. Hello, Cecil? Yep. 
Hello? Hello? Fill her up. I didn't see that. <sighs> so that's the kind of uh, interesting... I need to train my voice. I need to train this voice attack much better than it is at the moment. It is wacky uh, and cost me my... Um, my trip to Jack's and sent me all the way back to Shinrata Desra in five seconds. Five months to get out Se- there, five seconds to get back. Cecil seems to respond if you talk directly to him. Cecil? Hmm. No. Whoever's piloting the ship probably needs to speak to Cecil direct. Yeah, if you just say Cecil, he usually responds. Cecil? Yes. Well, you're right. Thank you. So, Cecil may, may interject throughout tonight's show. We'll leave him on there in the background. And this voice pack is available. It's in beta. Uh, there is a lot more coming to that Cecil voice pack. It is worth every single one of the £10, I think it costs. And if you pick it up... Oh, that's well worth it. Yeah, a lot of that will go to special... I don't actually know the exact percentages, but there is a percentage of that sale once costs are taken out that goes to special effects to support that charity. And in the interests of not having my backside ripped off by Mike, I should mention that we are stout supporters of the Hearing Dog charities as well, which is hearingdogs.org.uk if you want to see what they do. But basically they make working dogs for people with hearing difficulties. And our dear Alvin is in fact a working dog who does that very task himself on a daily basis. And it's spectacular to see. Um, right. Can, can we ask um, Cecil if he can make us a dirty hober? Cecil, can you make us a dirty hober? Apparently I said I said it all per... You said it far too fast. Cecil... Cecil, sc- make me a dirty hober. Linear does he had a... Hmm. Make me a dirty hober. Doodling, poof, you're a dirty hober. <laughs> right, uh, we'll just. Sorry about that. I lost my mic for a second. So, um, are you there, Flossie? Are you feeling a bit better? Yes, I'm not too bad at the moment. Thank you. Okay. Well. Um, I'm getting a message through. Stop prefixing it with Cecil. Just say. Pour me a drink. Pour me a drink. If you could see what voice attack thinks I've said, you too would bang your head off a desk. Pour me a drink. Oh, fuck. This is going to make me swear. I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty. It did a smiley face. How can I say a smiley face? <laughs> I need to fix my emoji. My, my, my voice attack is a little bit confused. I am thirsty. Oh fuck! Right, okay, I'm turning this off because it's going to make me swear non-stop on the broadcast. I don't want to swear non-stop at right because that's exactly we're getting back into the yeah, eleven. That's for tomorrow night. Eleven. <laughs> 11. Right. Flossie, 
Could you take us through the community goal news for this week, please? Right, yes, OK. Well, first of all, as uh, last week's CGs, um, the, uh, the two-week CG, the Alliance Outpost in um, the California Nebula, that completed on Saturday. And the Farewell to Waldo has been very um, successful. There's been a lot of interest in it. Um, it actually completed about just over an hour ago, uh, just short of Tier 9. Um, but it was very, very well received and uh, a lot of interest shown in it. In fact, it was so popular, it was often difficult to get to, into the station because there was people trying to dock and getting declined. Uh, the mining CG is continuing for another week, and this where, where's week... That? Where, where, where's that? The mining one, that's at Colonia. <laughs> you, know, you know, the one you can't do because you, you're back in the bubble. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Right, um, yeah, so that's to, to mine Palladium and deliver to Jack Station. This week we have got um, some combat CGs. Trouble in Maya, uh, Federal and Imperial pilots. Earlier this month, the Pleiades Resource Enterprise entered Maya and rapidly started cementing its presence in the system. In response, the Antil mob <laughs> I can't help thinking of those characters in Wacky Races. Maya's current <laughs> controlling faction has launched an offensive against the Pleiades Resource Enterprise. A spokesman for the Pleiades Resource Enterprise gave a brief statement. The Pleiades Resource Enterprise has every right to establish a presence in Maya. If the Antil mob wants to fight, it's going to get it. With the Federation having recently stationed a Farragut-class battlecruiser at Maya A3A, there's a speculation that the appearance of the Pleiades Resource Enterprise represents an effort to bring Maya under federal control. A spokesman for the Antil mob gave a brief statement. The Pleiades Resource <laughs> um, like Enterprise is clearly trying to pave the way <laughs> for a full federal takeover of the system. Well, if they want Maya, they're going to have to fight for it. Both the Pleiades Resource Enterprise and the Antilmov have appealed to the galaxy's federal and imperial pilots for help, both promising to generously reward those who support their respective operations. The campaign will run for one week, but if either side is defeated before the end of the week, the conflict will end immediately. Please note that crew members will take a percentage cut of combat bonds when they are handed in. The percentage is based on their rank, and their cut of the combat bonds will not count towards your CG contribution. Well, that's all right, because, you know, 15% of nothing is nothing, so they're not going to get a penny from me. <laughs> not me. <laughs> uh, um, so that signing up doesn't count towards... Yeah, it means that you, until you've actually contributed something, it means I can sign up to keep an eye on them now. This, this is true, and I've just noticed that you're right. Cecil really seems to have some kind of personal vendetta against you, doesn't he? 
Josh, you keep saying just like me. Why? <laughs> <laughs> it must be after your no, gig. Jumping out the air like where belongs. Oh, I'm thirsty. Absolutely dandy. We're having a port light. I read ah, about this one once. Python. Let's oh, shut up, Cecil. I've got and one only recently rediscovered it. Shut up. The perfect the for Shut up. Shut up. Combine two of them. Go away, Cecil. There's two Cecils. Stop them. No. Incidentally, the reason why you'll notice that Cecil goes a bit mental on my setup, and that is quite straightforward, because when he speaks, he is filtered through the same channel that is taken as an input, which means he ends up talking to himself, and that causes all kinds of chaos. So, um, <laughs> Isn't that the, what you usually do, no, no, no. I mean, it's, it's, it, the, the, I mean, it is a beta, and there are some. There are, I think there's very few uh, edits needing done. Actually, what we've got is more con more content to go. And if Dave was here, he would big it up and tell you all the amazing stuff that they've got planned. It's just spectacular and is widely regarded as. And you know, this probably relates to the sort of technical issues that you may have if you haven't trained your voice in the voice attack software sufficiently. Is it is one of the most um, react and the most potential reactions to you in any of the HES voice packs and of course with unsupported EDDI support is that right? Is that, uh... yeah, that's right well, if, well I've heard Dave testing it in TeamSpeak and some of the responses are hilarious it's, honestly it really is worth the £10 it really is and you well, have well, charities well. if you haven't got it already go and get it there we go. That's straight from Mr. Winnard. Now, if you want the contrast, um, if you ask Mr. Winnard about anything else that's currently available out there, he will tell you if it's a piece of rubbish or not. So I was about to test that theory and then realised that I should... You were probably going to get the answer you didn't want. Because he will tell us on air exactly what he thinks of things. So, for example, here we go. Here's a prime example of why you can trust Mr. Winnard here. If I asked Mr. Winnard, what did you think? Oh, no, what was your favourite elite official fiction book? Uh, it was Good Way God. Elite Reclamation. Yes, have, you, have you listened to the audiobook version? Yeah, yes, I have. I have. And is it as good? Uh, as no. No. Okay. I've not listened to it fully yet. Um, I'm started walking again, so I'm getting on, yeah. and I'll, I'll get through it. Um, I my personal favourite, seeing as we're going to go a little bit off topic here, my personal favourite was Lave Revolution, uh, which is of course by Alan Stroud. Uh, I really enjoyed Elite Reclamation too. Uh, that, that was definitely my second favourite book. So the, my least favourite one was Kate Russell because it's badly written. Right. Okay, so, also, my least favourite book was um, Docking is Difficult um, because of a number of things. The biggest thing being that if all the characters in the book did bugger all for the duration of the book and just sat where they were, they would still reach the same outcome. And that annoyed me. <laughs> I, I, I got about four chapters in that and I went, nah. It's a tough... It's reading is difficult for that book. Anyway, we're not here to put down Elite Fiction. Really difficult, yeah. Everybody likes different things. I have to say that the interactions and the dialogue in Docking is Difficult is 
hysterical and really well written and funny. It's just there's these big gearing things that hit me right in the face and made it very difficult for me to get past. Um, but I finished it. I did. I read it all. Um, if you did nothing at but all, you'd you still haven't. end up dead. <laughs> this is true, Dave. This is true. But... Um, no, I'm not, I'm not going to spoil it in case anybody actually does go out there and buy it. That's one of the Galance books, um, which is, again, the, some of them, I think, is it Nemeremesis and Wanted? I think that's the two of them, the two other books from Galance, isn't it? I've got them both. Um, yeah. what, no, about, right. what about the new licenses? Well, you know what? Oh, Dave, Dave sent a message saying his favourite book was Kate's because he, he loves, you know, the kind of... Uh, and I think it was the way that Kate pitched it was just kind of Terry Prattish and um, kind of you know mishap and it was really pitched quite well and it does tick all those boxes it is quite a good story um, and if you as Mr. Winners is, have issues with it because of typos or whatever then well, it was just you know maybe. I th- it just needed more um, probably better proofreading it just well, then, this next bit of news... The, 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 I mean, the, the story itself, I could probably go along with, but it, my flow kept getting interrupted by the grammar. Okay. So, we're, we're not going to critique it to any further, because we're going to talk about <laughs> the fact that Kate has got another Kickstarter running right now for her next book, which is not Elite-related, it's it's Wizard-related. Um, Hober, sorry, I forgot you were here. No, it's all right. I was going to say, I've enjoyed quite a lot of the... Uh the novels that have come out, and uh, you're about to talk about relicensing. And we had a recent message from uh, Commander Seslin Lake, i.e., Dave Hughes, and he's had a little bit of trouble getting the uh, role playing game out, but he's planning to put it out for July 17. Yes, he had a, a misunderstanding, had a panic, uh, put it out a blog post, had a good old talk about it and all the issues and things, and then reread it and went, Oh, hold on a minute, that's not what it means. It's not as bad as he thought it was, and it was all a little bit more relaxed, and he's got time to to get it done and get it complete for July 17, which will be perfect and brilliant. And in fact, he may well, you know, be able to have a sort of more or less final version of it for the likes of uh, next year's LaveCon, which will be good fun. Um, well, while you're here, Hober and Flossie as well, because Flossie, I'm going to give you a couple of minutes to think about it and then come to you. But Hober, I'm going to put right in the spot because, well, he deserves it. It's Hober. Yeah, what's your, what's your favourite one of the elite fictions? Um, I, I've got to say, it's probably um, Reclamation Boy, um, Senator Vega. Um, really enjoyed it. Listened to it probably about three times after the first listen. I, I, I do audio books these days. Got small kids, don't have time to sit down and read. But yeah, absolutely loved it. Um, uh, I, I, I don't want to trash some of the other authors, but one of the books I didn't like was I can't remember the name of it, but it was all about the the space Scots. And, and hear the there wheel. was something that broke. Oh, I hate to say it. There's something that broke my immersion about just Scottish people in space. In you know, shut your face. Get years. flush him out the airlock. <laughs> now, yeah. now I've, I've got to say this with, with complete kind of um, sorry because for um, the Bruce because um, Mrs. Mrs. Mallow is in fact Scottish and it's it's you know it's not slight against the Scottish people. It just kind of just. I don't know, there was something about it that just started to, to niggle at me, and then as I got further through the book, the more Scottish things you talk about, and I'm all out for people talking about the heritage and stuff, but we're well over 1,300 years in the future. Scotland 
Aberdeen, Aberdeen and you know, deep fried Mars bars will never lose infamy, no matter how many thousands of years go past. Um, the fact that the Scottish as a race could survive that number of thousand years without going extinct from heart disease is impressive. Hey, you, you can. You tell me what, I'll tell you <sighs> something else. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I mean, I think, you know, I, I've, I started listening to that and found it very tricky being Scottish and to have the phrases that he's chosen to use as sort of catchphrases, as, you know, uh, especially there's a kind of expletives of Omar Bruce or for the Bruce and it just, it just yeah I don't think anyone in Scotland's ever said that so that's a bit jarring but you know you can you can you can pretty much rip apart all of these books uh, and that's the beauty of them because it means that there's always going to be paper. one well <sighs> kick him out there lock while you're at it Hober. While you're and while to, you're kicking fair, yourself you can rip out, audio file by downloading it illegally. Just you know what? Just that. both of you walk over to the airlock and just go. <laughs> but you know, you can you can tear these books apart. But that just means that there's a, a wide appeal across the authors for different people who will like different books, and that's that's positive. So it's good that we've got ones that we don't like and that we do love, um, because. It means there's other people who love that. And, and a fine example is tonight, the fact that there's two of you for Reclamation, there's one for Mostly Harmless, there's one me for um, Lave Revolution, and Flossie. Now we're going to go to Flossie with the tiebreaker. <laughs> I'll just see what you've written. <laughs> I think what she was trying to say was Escape Velocity by uh, Commander Thane is a beautiful I piece of audio work. We did start listening to uh, Kate's book. Oh, ages ago, but never got around to finishing it. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know. I heard of it though. Right. Can well, we just end the broadcast? I think we shat on the uh, <laughs> the great authors that actually put a lot of time and effort into writing uh, elite based yeah, books, and it's not I'm easy, very, especially very picking. Sorry, I just don't get much time. I'd really want, love to read more than I do. Well, yeah, I know, you know, it's one of these things. I actually had to make the effort to read the elite books and um, it wasn't something that I used to read a lot. And then you have kids and then you have all the different trials of life in you, especially as, as you know, Hopper, as I said, he's got kids as well. You find that getting the quiet time to sit down and read is difficult, especially when you have so much more interactive entertainment available in the evenings you know good television and all the likes of that so it's one of those things where it's difficult to take time out but I was adamant I was going to read the Elite Dangerous Fiction and read as much of it as I possibly could and I thoroughly enjoyed it and it was really worth the effort so do you know check them out they are available through a wide variety of book retail, I think they're on Amazon um, there's of course Fantastic Books Publishing and I think there's T. James has got his Out of Darkness book available through his own website um, if you want the Elite Encounters RPG you can get that through daftworks.co.uk Lave Revolution you can get through Alan Stroud's website, alanstroud.co.uk as well and I think it's on Amazon too um, so yeah you can find them and the glance ones are on Amazon so you can get them on ebook or hardback and I think uh, a number of them are available through the shop at Frontier as well or they certainly were for a bit um, I'm just curious are we going to have it, it feels like a Friday night about 11 o'clock watching BBC 2 and we've suddenly got a panel of very experienced uh, novelists and uh, kind of 
book expertise. Are we going to have another um, Hot Normal Radio book review next week? No, because we've covered all the books no. now. But, of course, there's a new round of licenses coming up. And the really exciting one is that Drew Wagar um, managed to land himself, managed to, to to land himself the gig of his uh, you know his 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 life I think it'd be fair. maybe not maybe it's unfair we'll ask him about Fantastic on and ask and find out but he he, he can't be the gig of his life he's been in Dockers oh that's true the second he did, greatest he did gig. say his last wish in Dockers was to die though so I, I guess that kind of sums it up would you rather die in a series or carry on writing a sequel to a book well that's Sean Bean yeah, or, 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 or Harrison Ford because he was always asking to die in Star Wars um, right so he has become the official writer for the next official elite book um, I don't know if he's got a title for it. I think he did. I think he does have a title for it, but I can't remember for the life of me what it is. Looking at the chat. Anyone know? Anyone know? Get it in the chats anywhere. Just any chat. Send to TJ chat if you know what it's called. my head, but I believe it's going to be player-driven, so actions that happen in the game over the next couple of months will be written into the book. So Yes. For those That's listeners not, well, out there... It's, it's not quite player driven as such that's kind of like saying that the frontier storylines are player driven they're not really player driven in the sense of you can't fight against an option it's kind of like a choose your own adventure when the only page you can turn to is the correct page to move the story on and the only way a player group could do that is by not turning the page uh, is the only way that we could stop it. It's done through community uh, goals and such, so it's not quite that. Obviously, the nice thing is that Drew Wagar has licence to pull any of the community events and things that have gone on that are not part of these. Elite Premonition, it's called. Um, thank you, Mr. Wordersman. And he will be able to sort of pull in flavours from the community. And I'm being a, a huge fan of the game and uh, involved in the game, he is well-placed to to be able to write a book in the feel of the whole universe and give it that real dark edge that I think it deserves. Yep, and the book will be called Elite Dangerous Premonition. Now, before we move on from this book discussion, which I didn't expect us to get into tonight, but really was just to demonstrate that Simon Winnard is a complete arsehole and never controls what he says, um, which I think yeah, we covered. Yeah, yeah. I think we covered. How is your book going? Oh, slowly but surely. Um, now, with the new licensing coming up... <laughs> don't even bother. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'll bother. <laughs> Can I have uh, a license for Dockers? No, 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 no. I think that will be the answer. <laughs> I just think, you know, I think it could be worth doing it just purely to get the synopsis to them so that somebody has to read it. <laughs> <laughs> So it could be worth it in that point of view, um, but I know that you know the Colin Ford's working on his sanctimonious books as well. So there's loads of great stuff, and they're definitely if you are a reader, these books are awesome. And of course, if you're not, if you love the audio work, nothing is as spectacular as listening to the Tales of the Frontier audio books. Um, I know Elite Reclamation, I know Elite One, mostly harmless, and all those other ones that are in audio are really, really good. But the beautiful thing about Tales from the Frontier is you have a whole range of different stories and they are spec 
spectacular to listen to. And what's, what has yes. you got? The Pacathenia. Oh, I can't say that one. Um, Pacathenia? Something along those lines, which is amazing. Um, so it's most definitely if you have money available and you want to get a taste of Chris Jarvis's and Radio Workshop Theatre's amazing work first of all you could go and listen to escape velocity escape velocity.laveradio.com and have a listen to that or search for escape velocity on itunes and that one's free or if you have the money to go and you want to have an official leap fiction i would certainly recommend and this is purely my opinion i would recommend 100 percent wholeheartedly going for tales from the frontier before the other ones because it yes. gives you amazing uh, short stories and they're slightly lesser length so you can listen to the one in the journey and they are freaking awesome definitely if you if you're an audiobook fan I would say Tales of the Frontier it should be the first one you get definitely excellent I don't know if there's any other ones is there um, the, the, there's the uh, Mostly Harmless is out which is read by Kate Russell. Then you've got Elite Reclamation, which is Toby Longworth and Penny, isn't it? And then... Uh, and Hear the Wheel, and I don't know who narrates that, but they're all produced by Radio Theatre Workshop, and we don't know quite what's happening yet with Lave Revolution with the audiobook, uh, but hopefully when we know, we can let everybody know. I know that there's something going on. But um, I don't know if exactly what. I think Alan Stroud was going to record his own uh, version as well to get that out as well. So we'll see. It's going to be awesome. Right. Well, that covers books and the community goals. So we're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back with the Galnate news. And then we will talk to Hober and have a reminder of what's coming up on the 5th of November and how you can all get involved. Remember, remember Ooh, we um, yes, he's going to be our guy. Yay, that's going to be awesome if you can catch him. So, here we go. Enjoy this and actually turn your stereos going, turn your computers, put the volume up, and I want to hear you all sing along to this. Uh, this is definitely a feel good song. Enjoy, and we'll be back with the Galnet News after this tune. Bye. Aha. Captain Orbital Radio, where all the sexy people go, and anacondas sell for 100 credits. Galnet News Digest, 27th of October 3302. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, attack of the Tobleroids. Loren trial starts as Prism System goes into lockdown. Potty Professor Palin promises magnificent meta-alloy material. He can wrestle bears with his bare hands. Attack of the Tobleroids.
Those nerdiest of the nerds from Nerdland, known as Canon Interstellar, have once again come up with the extraterrestrial goods in record time. The pointy-headed, tinfoil-hat-wearing, lab-coated biscuit-munchers triangulated using starfield images and have located what appears to be an abandoned alien facility full of triangular obelisks. It seems unlikely that these are of Thargoid origin, as everyone knows that Thargoids do things in eights. An unnamed commander has therefore suggested that these may be the remains of a race of Tobleroids, who died out shortly after watching the film 2001 A Space Odyssey and becoming obsessed by the idea that it was more important to build obelisks than eat. In addition to the triangles, there are huge earthworks, some parts round and some an irregular hexagon shape. There are also strange bluey-green glowy things, a tall pillar, and some slightly unnerving patches of ground that start to luminesce when you get close. Slightly disturbingly, the obelisk shapes are reminiscent of the tiny obelisk found on Mars in 2280 and held out of sight by the Federation. Some of the ancient artefacts and data available from the site can apparently be used to bribe engineers. So if you want to see ancient ruins and not a smoking pile of debris, I'd suggest you visit soon. Loren trial starts as Prism System goes into lockdown. The trial of Kahina Loren has started in Leeson City in the Prism System, amid heightened security on an unprecedented scale. The trial is the first time Loren has been back to the Prism System after abandoning her post more than a year ago. The system has been ruled since then by Ambassador Cuthric Delaney, who greeted Loren as she arrived. Admiral Petraeus, who would have been the victim of the alleged plot, is also attending and possibly orchestrating the trial. The increased security comes amidst fears that the presence of Loren and Petraeus in the system may provoke civil unrest. Petraeus earlier this week announced that the Empire will no longer be bound by the London Arms Limitation Treaty and is likely as a consequence to embark on a new round of battleship building which will be a bonanza for the Guttermeyer Corporation. Lorenz's trial is expected to be held behind closed doors. Potty Professor Palin promises magnificent meta-alloy material. Professor Ishmael Palin, one-time director of the Palin Institute and now the go-to expert in thruster technology, has issued a statement from his base on Maya A3 that may bring hope of far more robust warships. Palin did not give details of his discovery, but he claimed that he's discovered properties in the meta-alloys he's been collecting that could be used to great effect in combat starships. Although Palin said he was some way from developing a working prototype, he promised that he'd share his discoveries with the galactic community as soon as he was in a position to do so. He can wrestle bears with his bare hands. Having been victorious in the dangerous games earlier this year, the EG pilots have established themselves as a galactic power under the leadership of Yuri Grom. As anticipated, the power vacuum caused by the power play exclusion zone in the Claire Karma region has been used by the EG pilots to gain a foothold on the galactic stage. The power play exclusion zone has now been lifted. 
Little is known about leader Grom, who attained the rank of Admiral in the Federation Navy before clashing with the Federation and establishing his own independent power. The EG pilots released a statement in which they described Grom as idolised by his supporters and respected throughout his control systems. His support amongst the population is absolute, his dominion unshakable. Pictures have circulated of Grom arm wrestling, firing machine guns, riding pimped-up motorbikes, riding a horse bareback and shirtless, shooting tigers and wrestling a fully grown bear. Galnet notes that Grom's career and the future of the EG pilots promises to be anything but boring. And that's this week's Galnet News. We read the Galnet News so you don't have to. an orbital radio. If you think death is unpleasant, just wait till you die. And we're back. Thank you for that, um, Commander Willispin. That was another fantastic and epic um, Hutton Garnet news. Even sorry, oh dear me, you can't tell. I was trying to do something else, can you? Absolutely seamless. Um, well, what we're going to do quickly is we're going to go through the political report for this week. This week, performed by um, Hober Mallow, who picked up the figures for us, and we've got a slightly different backing tune now. I have to confess, I have not listened to this backing tune. I have just hooked it in, and we're going to go with this one, Hober. Um, so if it's bad. I'm sorry, but this is what you're getting, so you're going to have to work with it. So here we go with the Hot Pit Report. <laughs> News in from Hutton Orbital. Alpha Centauri up 6.2. George's Pants down 0.6. Kappa 1 Seti down 4. LHS 340 up 4.6. LP245-10 down 4.7 Luman 16 down 1.6 PSPF-L2 down 1.8 Trepin down 3.1 Wise 0855-0714 up 2.8 Wolf 25 down 5.2 Wolf 35 now 359 down 2.7. Unfortunately, Commanders, the war in Kappa 1 SETI is taking its toll. It's not something we wanted to be in. It's not something we want to carry on in. So all Commanders are directed to Kappa 1 SETI. Kappa Go and join the war and fight against the rogue truckers that have disobeyed Alvin and are doing nasty things in our name. Current pending state is boom and retreat. We quite like the boom, possibly not the retreat. So again, head to Kappa 1 SETI and start fighting against those rogue truckers. Hutton Orbital Radio. To our listener. Yes, you. Hello. Well, hope you'll be glad I, I hit that button and not this one. 
Oh no, that, that would have been so much better. <laughs> oh, I've got a couple of messages. Um, breaking news from yesterday. Yes. Not quite sure it's breaking news. Our own um, Commander Star-Lord Prime has done a bit of digging Ooh. within the files of um, the latest 2.2 upgrade. Oh, this, this, is, this, is, this is not breaking news. This is unofficial rumour mongering. So let's just make that very, very clear. Oh, I'll restart that. Unofficial <laughs> rumour mongering news. Um, <laughs> our own Commander Star-Lord Prime has done some diggings in the... Oh, no, uh, wait, no, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's not rumoured and it's not rumour mongering the fact that he rumored, he's done some rummaging and some research. What he's found is the rumour and rumour mongering, not, not what he did. Okay, no. Confirmed by Frontier Developments... <laughs> No, I'm joking. Um, he's done a little bit of uh, digging inside the files and following the uh, 2.2 upgrade. And he's found a set of decal from player groups. Now, not only does it cover our own Hutton Orbital Radio, we've also got a couple of other player groups, which may or may not. Is, is that all right with the lawyers? Um, you, I mean, basically, um, I think you've already shopped um, Starloy Prime for reverse engineering software. Um uh, so I, I don't see how you could dig a bigger hole. Okay, I mean, now, now, so if you if you were Lister I sixty nine, I would never have that phrase in the tip of my tongue. But because it's you, Hobart, I don't think you can make it any worse. I know no, you can. Fine. I know that's you fine. Can. Should, should I broadcast the entire game? I the, make the, it the list that may or may not. No, what Allegedly. I would say, what I would say is, is this phrase, which is along the lines of, he has uncovered content that might suggest that player groups' logos may appear in-game at some point in the future, or never. Because <laughs> if you think about it, this is not the first time people have pulled out bits of information that they found as it's installed by watching files being copied across and going, ooh, the Thargoid and Ferdelance is going to be in the game. Do you remember that one, Mr. Winard? It's still there. So these things are there but for what purpose they sure serve we do not know but they can Me, all be no, assets for the future and definitely worth getting a wee bit excited that somewhere somewhere in frontier somebody has been working on something using the player group names and logo wording um which is epic i've just been handed a large um <laughs> stack of papers from our lawyers saying everything hoberman has just said in the last minute and a half is now to be retracted for legal reasons therefore ignore what he said <laughs> this is complete this is utter and complete speculation yes but i have a feeling that the, the thing they're not talking about in 2.4 is going to be ship names because they're getting very very sketchy about when you ask about it and Normally, when you start going to Frontier and you get very sketchy about asking for these things, it usually means it's imminent, or they're not they're 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 looking into it and it's being worked on, and they don't want to say yeah. any sort of definites or yeah. definite knots because yeah. it can yeah. change and uh, it can flip on a dime. But no, it is quite exciting. Um, however, right, uh, is there any other things before we go into your section? There is one piece of news, and it's to do with the Galactic Vikings, a strong part of the Hutton Orbital Truckers. They've just got their own system. I know we've spoken about it previously, but tonight they're having their Viking send-off. They're heading to Hutton Orbital to buy as many mugs and gin as possible for their expedition. 
and they're off to Valhalling. So good luck to you, Galactic Vikings. Do you have a, a traditional Viking greeting that we can say to them in their own tongue uh, to wish them luck? No. Not even Skoll? Well, no, that, 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 that's a weak beer. <laughs> You're a weak beer. Right, hold on, here we go. Right, ready, and here we go! Bicycle, 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 bicycle. Right, ladies and gentlemen, um, the Supernova Special Effect Team Go update. I am, well, it's probably, what, nine days away. It's starting to get a little bit scary, uh, a little bit hairy. We're, we're doing a, well, I'm doing a 50-mile bike ride. I've got a couple of commanders in support. Um, we're doing it for Special Effects, the amazing charity that modifies gaming controllers for disabled people, and I'm doing it in remembrance of my cousin Richard Kilcoin. Um for those that don't know, um, my cousin Richard uh, had muscular dystrophy, so as he was growing up, he slowly started to use, use uh, lose the use of his limbs, and uh, he used to love playing computer games, and it got to the point where the last kind of chance that he could do before he uh, sadly passed away was playing Civilization on his laptop in his wheelchair, um, using a wooden spoon in his mouth to press the keys because he just couldn't use his uh, his arms anymore um, as far as the support that everybody's given me we're up to 310 percent of the target that's 1551 pounds and 41 pennies which i honestly can't thank everybody that supported me enough and even those that haven't supported monetary wise i've had a lot of uh, well wishes and good lucks from people so thank you very much um, I think we're going to start to uh, look at getting the team ready. Um, I believe we've got Commander Rincewind Kumrayu, who's going to be on his bike. Uh, Commander Spike also on his bike. We've got Commander Fletch, who's going to be the support car. Um, I will, in classic Hutton Trucker style, I will be putting my Hutton mug and a bottle of gin. Unfortunately, it's not a Sega, uh, Century Mega Gin, as uh, I can't buy it over here in Seoul. Um, I will be having that in my backpack, so we'll be doing a, tr a full trucking, I almost said that very wrong, <laughs> a full trucking experience. Um, <laughs> Commander Psycho Cow will be broadcasting um, all day for the event. We'll be starting at um, 10 a.m., is it, oh, it's back to GMT at this oh, point, isn't it? God, 10 a.m. Are you kidding? I didn't know that. It, that's, like, yeah. that's like the morning. Well, it's all right. The clock's going no, back well, this weekend. Whole, whole so, yeah, we'll, we'll, be, we'll, we'll be starting at uh, 10 a.m. and probably finish about, I don't know, maybe 2, 3 in the afternoon. Um, 25 miles to a quick uh, pit stop or point stop, as I'm calling it, although I have been recommended by other cyclists. Maybe having a beer halfway through is not going to be the greatest thing, but... We'll see how it goes. Um, uh, well, what can I say? At least be a piss in a fag. Well, exactly. Um, I will be updating my um, my bike riding app on my phone, so you will be able to track me and see how I'm doing. Um, there was mention of a GoPro camera, but I don't think that's quite come through yet, so who knows whether you'll get it rec recorded. 
it's probably not the most interesting thing, especially if I do have to stop for a piss and a cigarette. I'll just have to constantly look up. <laughs> you can end up with wet feet. Um, that's it, yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things where we couldn't broadcast live from the actual um, GoPro, but I mean, if you had your your phone mounted on your bike, you could probably use some kind of what periscope or one of these live streaming softwares that will work from your phone and I, I would capture that and relay it on if we needed to but there's loads of other things we haven't tried um, Rincewind Kimru has got a GoPro so he'll bring that I've got battery packs for them as well so I can send them down to you oh, um, so we'll get that sorted this week so it's ready for you because it's next weekend isn't it yep yep uh, this weekend's my last training weekend so packing the kids off to the missus to head down the stables on Saturday and Sunday and then uh, I'll try not to break my knees over the next over the next weekend <laughs> otherwise it'll be bad form for the uh, for the for the well I'm going to call it the race day Absolutely. No, it's, it's, it's really quite interesting. So we will be twitching this live on twitch.tv forward slash Hutton Orbital Truckers dot TV, no, twitch.tv forward slash Hutton Orbital Truckers that's it. Uh, we'll be switching from that and we'll be streaming that live in the radio and hopefully we'll be able to have uh, Hober either Skype in or TeamSpeak in to join us for a chat at various points throughout his ride. You know, the point where he falls off his bike or he's finished his fag in his piss. Uh, we'll get a chat with him and chat to maybe some of the support cars and things and see what they're up to. Uh, throughout the event and if you are and I would like to have Flossie if you're able to um, be on TeamSpeak so that I can come to you and see how badly you're managing um, to talk while on your exercise bike (laughs) yes I'll do that (laughs) so if, if you are taking part if you're doing something to play along with this then do tune in and do pop into the TeamSpeak which is teamspeak.laveradio.com and it's just we'll have a channel set up but there's a Hutton Truckers channel just go in there and say hello and we'll try and chat to you if you're going to be doing something if you are doing something as well let us know by emailing us at itookpart at huttonorbital.com so that we know and send your pictures and anything that you're up to so that we can get a nice montage of all this stuff Um, Homer and if anybody would like to support me head to www.justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash S-H-S-E-T-G Yep, and we'll we'll have that broadcasting throughout the Twitch stream over that whole four or five hour journey that he's about to undertake so that you can easily get there and maybe, you know, we can have some little pounds going in every so often um, just to sort of make sure that we have... Maybe, maybe, maybe we could get somebody from Frontier Dev to, to join the stream and maybe, I don't know, put, put some coffers in the coin. Sorry, who, who, who's, who, who are you again, Hober? You, you, you're not related. We'd have to get Karash, you know, David Braben's son, involved in a <laughs> scandal like that. Or, or, or maybe, maybe the hare himself, Mr. Ed Lewis. Yeah, we can or have the a Don, Or the Don Antonacci. Yeah, the Don's more likely to sort of pay people to sabotage you by throwing drawing pins out on the course in front of you. Um, Well, yeah, that's interesting. That's next weekend, everybody. That's the 5th of November. Remember, remember the 5th of November when Hober went biking and fell in a... Viking? Got stuck on the top of a bonfire and burnt. (laughs) 
four or five hours sounds better. I will not be doing any gaming during that time on the Twitch stream, mainly because it will be very difficult to maintain the stream with the Elite way. The way Elite works at the moment, it is pretty difficult to stream if you're trying to do anything else. So um, we'll probably not have a live stream from Frontier. We'll try and get the mic, you know. We'll try and see if we can get that kind of equivalent of when you're on an air flight and it shows you the course that the plane's taking. Uh, that's, that, that's what I should have with my cycling app. It, it should have live tracking enabled so you, you can see when we start off and uh, as we go through. And what we'll do is we'll put monsters in the course along the way so that you can pass them and let us know. But the, the, <laughs> there's seriously enough hills that I don't need monsters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Russell's been taken out by the horny zombie. Oh. This is a bad way of wrapped around a vapor, but. Yeah, uh, we're not going to go there. No spoilers. And uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, was... poor Carl. Oh dear. You know what? Yeah, we've you just know, spoiled it for everybody. I mean, I have to say that even even joking, you either create a situation where you're saying a name that didn't get done because it's funny and you think it's funny, or you say a name that did get done. And but either way, it still makes you the scum of the earth, Hober. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm halfway through series four. So. However, to, 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 to say to say to say, Carl, I think everybody if everybody Just was given it. the poll of who they would like to see pummeled to death. I, 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 Carl would definitely top that list. I'll just say I don't watch it, but everyone's been posting barbed wire baseball bats all over Facebook, so I've just put two and two together. The one was involved. Yeah, yes. Even that, or it's, it's 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 the relaunch of ECW. It was, I tell you what, that is the most unique way to cure hemorrhoids I've ever seen in a television programme. Um, Maybe Mr. Moof could use it. <sighs> yeah. Oh, you're here, Mr. Moof. Hello, Moof. No, he's not. He's, he's, no, away. No, no, no. he's away in a daze. No. Uh, I think he was, he's not been, he's not been very well. He's got mods. Hills, oh. says Rincewind Kimru. You never mentioned hills. Uh, it's okay, Rincewind, where you can just do the downsides and it'll be fine. Yeah, he's downhill all the way. Simon, we had a we had a song request that I cannot find, so I'll go and get Hober's song request this uh, this week. Goodness knows what it's going to be, but if you could try and find the, the Decemberists and. What was it? Yankee something. Yankee, 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 Yankee McPanky. Mr. Hanky Panky. Yankee my panky. No, that's not it. It was up here somewhere. It was do 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 do. This is Yankee oh. be in it. That's the one. Okay. And if you can get that queued up. Right, Hober, it is your opportunity. We haven't got your pre-warning, so it might take a couple of seconds to queue up a song, but you can tell us all about it while I do that. Um, what song would you like to dedicate to Richard this week? Uh, I'm going to go for another Bon Jovi track. Um, he was a massive fan, and I'd like uh, Bon Jovi These Days from the album These Days. Right. Okay. That is definitely interesting. Well, while we're doing that... Um, is there anything else you'd like to get a shout-out for today? Um, yes, um, the celebration of the Cecil Pack being released um, yesterday. Um, please feel free to go to HCS um, Voice Packs and download it and buy it. Um, all the uh, proceeds go towards uh, special effects. 
Yeah, that's that's a good one. Um, Mr. Winner, is there anything you'd like to? Mr. Winnard, is he gone as well? Yes, that Winnard, Earth, Earth to Ground Control. See, see why you're trying to find that uh, that um, uh, bayonet song. Do you want to try and find the Bon Jovi one too? Oh man! <laughs> you should have I've got here. that one. Have you? Quick, quick plug for Fantasticon that's happening. Uh, I don't quite know the dates, but it's happening very, very soon. The eighteenth um, is it? Eighteenth and nineteenth of 19th November. Nineteenth and twentieth. Nineteenth of twentieth of November. Uh, we will hopefully what? be there. So do come up and say hello. Yes, what? I'm going. What, what song was it that was requested? Ah, I get some Bon Jovi nonsense. Oh. Bon Jovi which, which these bon Jovi? days. These days. Yesterday. No, 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 these days. These days. I always get by on my own. What? Uh, yeah, no, no, we don't, we don't no, want you to sing it. Karaoke. You asked a request. You don't yeah. want me to sing it. Yeah, we definitely don't want you to see it. What we'll do is we'll play this little tune while we get that sorted out. So we'll be back to say goodbye. Have I got to find this little tune as well? No, no, this little tune. Yeah, <laughs> you got this, this one. This little oh, that's tune good by, to you. by Bon Jovi. Um. <laughs> These days is in the folder. Okay, thank you. That's an orbital radio. Banging on your eardrums like a horny Rottweiler. That's an orbital radio, turning you on to go the whole way. And we're back. I hope you enjoyed that song and you're rocking out to the Death Star by Tenacious D. Right, so we've got the John Bovee tune lined up. Did you manage to find the other one? Let's have a look and see. How did he do? Oh my god, you are a star. So we have both of our requests that we will play out the show with. Um, Before we go, does anybody have any other business before we close the show tonight and move on with our lives? We will be back next week, obviously, from half past eight on Thursdays for Hutton Orbital Radio. You have Abracadrabble tomorrow night from 7pm, Crash Landing from 8pm on Twitch.tv TV various addresses, you'll uh, search for it. Um, <laughs> you know, I should have wrote, if I had coded Google, it would basically say Yahoo it. Um, I'm pretty sure that's how it works. The only business I've got is it's my birthday in two days! Yay! Yay! Happy birthday Yay. to you! Happy birthday! Day to you. Happy birthday, birthday. Mr. Winnet Pants. Happy birthday to you. It was my birthday last Friday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. We're going to go through it. Happy birthday to you too. Happy birthday to you too. Happy birthday. Was also the youngest Mallow's birthday on Tuesday. Oh, for flip's sake. Happy birthday to you all. Happy birthday to everybody. Happy birthday to you. 
Um, no, it's, my, it's my birthday in June as well. Is it? Is that a blast from Winard's hole? Long day. Yeah. <laughs> Um, right, so that's uh, Winner's birthday on, on the weekend um, Simon, if anything you want to shout out I know we're um, mm-hmm. Yeah mm-hmm. What are you eating? What are you having? Mm. You're pulling a midden That's a lettuce Yeah, there was a lot of them in that that's box That's not a lettuce Yeah, I had the second part to my chicken last night It actually fed me over two days no, I don't know if it's newsworthy, but uh, it could also just be a coincidence. Okay. But, but earlier today, um, I farted so loud, next door neighbour's dog barked. <laughs> I've done that. <coughs> well, it's like that, it next door neighbour's dog barked. At least he didn't die. Yeah. Well, it could have well, been I've his not last seen breath. It um, <laughs> when, when I did it, I was shoveling snow outside the gate and I let one lift and the dog died back. This is not what shout outs are for. This is not what they're for. Can we get a bark out for Sly Move? Okay, so, is that a shout out in memory of your neighbour's dog? <laughs> okay. I don't know. It might have been un- unrelated, but I, I like to think not. Right, we're, we're going to say goodnight now before we ask anybody else, uh, even if they've got sensible ones. Kate Russell's Kickstarter is running as we speak for her new book, which is called um, The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Um, Harry Potter wanted to no, know something else. Hmm. Uh, it's one of the stretch goals punctuation. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I'm not the only one who thinks like that. It must be be something to do with the word Simon in your name uh, that makes you flipping grammar Nazis. Uh, It's called A Bookkeeper's Guide to Practical Sorcery. It is a children's book and they are doing very well on their way to having it funded for an audiobook version of this read by Charles Collingwood, um, known variously things um, and they're currently just over halfway to the goal with 23 days left so that looks like it will be a success if you want to get pledged in early and try and take advantage of the Kickstarter um, bearing in mind that an audiobook has no punctuation so it might be the version <laughs> that if you're a particular yeah, flipping otherwise you're just going to be a long list of words isn't that what all books are right good night uh, we will catch you next week <laughs> Half past eight. Uh, I tell you what, it's just as well that Kate Russell doesn't listen. <laughs> it's bad enough you've got Karash landing after you. Do you really want to turn the entirety of Fantasticon guest list against you? <laughs> Apparently so. Yeah. So Tune in tomorrow night to the end Kate of the Drabble Show. Uh, please Sorry, go Hober. to Twitter and hashtag. Uh... Hober, do it again. Say it again. For those that would like to uh, um, let Kate know about how wonderful everybody thinks her books are on there, uh, go to the Twitter and uh, what's what was it? Was it what's her hashtag or a at? I don't know. BB Scar. This was a triumph. I'm making a note here. Over the bum. Right. Um. We will be back next week, I think, um, and uh, we'll be back <laughs> with, 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 with some heavy editing. 
with yeah, this this will be up on, on YouTube uh, after the lawyers have listened to it so it could be a couple of weeks <laughs> uh, tune in tomorrow night to Hutton Orbital to, so for the Abracadrabble show at 7pm-ish and do listen in for the latest in the series of Karash competitions as we reveal them to give you the heads up on everybody else in his stream so that you can get your entries in first before they even know that there's a competition. That's how exclusive this information is. So tune in to Abracadrava tomorrow night from 7pm. Um, other than that, we will catch you on the flip side. See you next week. Do check into the Facebook page for the latest in events and the latest in the Hot Pit team. And yeah, we'll see you out there, truckers. Truck on. Truck again. Truck the best years of your life are 100,000 light seconds behind you. Just before we play this last tune by the Decembrists, this last request that came in over the show, um, I just stumbled across Philip El- Philip Ellis, who is also joining you for your 50-mile bike ride as well. Is that um, Are you aware of his, his involvement? I hope we're going for a piss in a pint. He's gone for a piss in a fag again. Um, so good luck to you Phil and we look forward to you taking part and uh, good luck with your fundraising he has his Just Giving page up as well you can uh, donate directly to him by going to justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash philip with two l's dash ellis with two l's four philip dash ellis four um, so he's raising some funds as well, which is great. So good luck to you both. It is awesome. If you want to raise funds, you can just direct them to Chris uh, Hober's Super Hober Fragilistic My Bottom Isn't Plastic. Atrocious. <laughs> then, yeah, and just get whoever's donating to put your name in and donating on your behalf. Uh, or you can set up your own just giving pages, just whichever's easiest to you. But for now, we're going to play out with our last requested song by the Decemberists titled Yankee Bayonet. I will be home then. Turn up your stereos. In fact, if we turn them up to 11, turn them up to 12 for this one and sing along. Although you've probably never heard of the Decemberists. Um, They are excellent and they do a wide range of styles and I love them dearly. So enjoy. Bye. Bye. Bye.